Welcome to FPL Radio for Friday, the 11th of February. We are just finished game week 24 and we're looking ahead to game week 25. My name's Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Matt. Yes, it was uh, turned out to be a reasonable game week in the end. There was a bit of concern, but well, a certain somebody got us out of, or certainly got me out of a hole. Uh, so it'd be good to talk about that and also uh, looking forward to another double game week. Uh, they seem to be coming around thick and fast this time. So plenty of chip strategies and other things to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, it was a midweek round of fixtures we just had game week 24 sort of over over the three days and we're, we're going ahead into into 25. But yeah, let's look back at 20 game week 24, quite high scoring. Lots of uh, there was a 3-3, three, three, there was a 2-3. Um, yeah, lots of uh, lots of. Goals spread around and and um, yeah, a good number of points for some for some um, uh, well owned assets in the game. But yeah, Ryan, how did you get on in game week twenty four? Did all right. Uh, to sort of alluded to earlier, um, it was until yesterday's games between uh, Liverpool, Leicester, Wolves, and Arsenal. I was I was sort of dropping quite drastically down the tables, but a certain Diego Jota captain. 16 points, uh, two goals and maximum bonus completely saved my game week, uh, as well as um, a Ramsdale clean sheet. So 81 points uh, sees me move up the rankings to just outside the top 100k. So 102,293. I say Ramsdale, nine points. Brilliant. Really happy with that. Clean sheets across from DS, Cancelo, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um the other person who got his regular on didn't do anything, just got me a point. At the midfield, uh, Bowen, uh, he got a goal and maximum bonus in that West Ham 1-0 victory. So that was really good and he continues his terrific form. And it's an interesting one to West Ham haven't got any double game week. So it'd be good to see our thoughts around what we do with Bowen. Jota, um, I've, I've, I've been on his case for quite a few weeks now. So look, redemption paid. Uh, I've got a new person I'm going to pick out in a minute. But Jota, thank you. Uh, you have saved my bacon. And uh, yeah, I think everyone should get Jota, even though he's got uh, he's got a load of competition for his place. But uh, let, let, that, that, that's enough said about that. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, I bought him in this week. Um, I bought him in for Mason Mount. Um, there was a couple of thoughts there. I thought I was going to go potentially done. Uh, but it was the double game week this week is why I went for Bruno. So let's see how that pans out over the next game week. Uh, my new Jota is Phil Foden. Um, I'm now struggling to think if he's ever scored me any points uh, above maybe a two or a three this season or even a one. Um, he's very frustrating own. Um, obviously plays in a terrific team. On his day, he's an absolute worldie, but at the moment... He's just not doing the business. So um, I've got concern there. And also the City fixtures, they're, they're middling. So, and also I think Champions League's returning. So just some just some thoughts there. And of course, um, Antonio doesn't score. Neither does Ollie Watkins. So um, yeah, blanks up front. So uh, yeah, Ollie Watkins, bless him, in a three-goal thrilling Villa game with Leeds um, he gets absolutely nothing but we were trying to work out what what his role is in the team and maybe he's just running out to the wing getting as far away from the goal as possible to let Jacob Ramsey and Patino slam through the middle and score but 
Yep, all in all, 81, very happy. Uh, Matt, similar story? Yeah, not too bad. Um, a week, 74 points, so a small green arrow for me, up from 118 to 110k. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty similar story, really. Diego Jota sort of saved the game week um, uh, there. Sort of, I didn't have, um, uh, I didn't have Sun, I didn't have De Bruyne, who were popular picks sort of in those fixtures across the first two nights of the game week. So it was looking a bit tricky, although I did have Bowen who did who did a good job for me and um and the city double up of Cancelo and the port. Um but yeah a few disappointments Foden um yeah I think definitely sort of needs to be moved on um for me at this point um sort of hasn't returned much of, of anything really significant for 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 a while. Um I gambled a little bit on my um on my goalkeepers I have to Haya and I have Ramsdale so it's a bit of a coin flip for which one would I would pick this week. I went to Haya so that was a shame two points versus nine from Ramsdale off the bench and um yeah you know sort of a few other people I think that you know I, I I've kept Salah this sort of whole time was kind of really banking on him um uh punishing really some of the some of the people that, that sold him he did come off the bench for 30 minutes had a couple of really good chances could have really sort of turned it on actually but um, unfortunately wasn't to be so he's he's got one point so I think that sort of decision to keep Salah over the last sort of five or so game weeks has, um, has not paid off really I mean that you know he could have been a De Bruyne or a Son sort of across across these few game weeks so that's um, that's disappointing um, you know sort of uh, maybe a little bit too cautious really with, um, with, with that which will maybe sort of play into some of my thinking around um, potential wild cards and sort of moves over the next couple of game weeks but yeah not too bad you know sort of um uh, fairly average um well you know not too bad beat the average average of points and um and and was so fairly could be fairly happy with that but yeah um a op- few opportunities missed really with a, with a few of those players so um, yeah not too bad but um yeah lots to think about moving forward Good stuff, Matt. Um, right, we move swiftly on to game week 25. It is a double game week. Manchester United get two games, one against Southampton and one against Brighton. And of course, Brighton's that other team who get two game weeks. They're away at Watford uh, on Saturday and then away to Man United on the Tuesday. Early thoughts, Matt. Uh, do, you, do you have any... Man- oh, got De Gea. Is there any other Man United players you got on? No, I don't at the moment. Um, it's definitely sort of in my thinking um, around um, uh, it would be nice to have. I think Bruno Fernandes has probably become the the, the player I'd like to be most interested in targeting from United. So I think Ronaldo, um, uh, maybe maybe not. Although Ronaldo has sort of, was rested, I'd expect him to come back in sort of across those those two games. Um, but I, I think I like... I like um, uh, Bruno Fernandes a little bit more because it, it gives you options to sort of move some of that cash around. You know, you can you can go from Bruno to to Son for the gate double game week for for Spurs in the following game week. You know, you could you could bring someone like a De Bruyne in. You know, there's uh, th- there's a lot more value in in that sort of midfield section. If you know, if I if I rearrange my team to bring in Ronaldo, you know, you could obviously move to Harry Kane or someone like that. But um, yeah, you are sort of um, moving. I think we talked about it sort of earlier in the season, really about where that cash is and sort of how easy it is to move um, around. And generally, I think midfielders are the way to go. But yeah, at the moment, only De Gea for me um, on the doubles. Um, it's also worth noting Arsenal and Chelsea have a blank game week this week. So um, I think Ramsdale's uh, in a lot of people's teams, um, maybe players like Saka as well. Um, so yeah, it's worth um, it's worth noting that and, and sort of... Um, it's it's a tricky one with Arsenal really at the moment. They were blank this week. They got a double 
in the 26 and then another blank in 27 so um yeah it's 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 a bit of a sort of tricky time to to navigate there but um yeah ryan what about yourself what sort of um what are you thinking for this game week are there any fixtures that um that catch your eye in particular um, well, as I said, Bruno, he, I brought him in and sort of knowing this was double game week. And then he will go for Salah. I mean, if it's double, he's just that waiting. Um, but then I put Salah in for the double game week in 26. That is Leeds and Norwich at home. So I think that's triple captain territory as well. So Bruno's, Bruno's the only United player I've got at the moment. Um, I don't think I'm going to get anyone else. They're not in great form. Uh, I don't think it's worth me getting um, another player in where I'm probably looking a bit further ahead around other other players. I'm certainly uh, eyeing up for the, for the big game week of 26. Uh, Fixture-wise, aside from sort of Man United, obviously Brighton play twice away at Watford, away at United. Um, you mentioned Ramsdale's not playing. Um, I suppose a nice option would be is if you've got um, Sanchez, the goalkeeper for Brighton, he will get two games. Um, that's that's a great option. Most people have got De Gea and Ramsdale, so I'd imagine you'll just put De Gea in instead of Ramsdale and you won't have any dilemmas to make this week, Matt, and getting the wrong one because there's only one to choose. Uh, for myself, I, lucky enough, get um, Ben Foster, assuming he keeps his spot. And as predicted, Roy Hodgson has parked a massive bus in front of their goal so they are looking a lot more tight at the back so he's not a bad option as well but um talking about fixtures um obviously city men city are away to norwich uh that's gotta be well i suppose a few weeks ago a plum fixture norwich are looking better uh, are fighting for their lives i do see a comfortable victory for city though um, i think that's uh that should be quite a good one a really unknown is everton leeds um Everton are in a terrible run of form. Leeds are just just doing a bit of lead. They're really not not um, pulling up any trees at all. They had a good um, game against Villa. So, yeah, 3-3 draw there. So, there's goals for that Leeds team. Nothing for Rafinha this time. But I do see this being a high-scoring game, actually, Everton-Leeds. I think Frank Lampard would have had a couple of weeks to now settle down as a manager at Everton. So, yeah, this could be another... Uh, good, good game there. So from a point FPL points perspective, um, other than that, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe the only other one to pick out um, is Burnley Liverpool. Um, well, just are Burnley now going to just grind out results? So they've had a couple of okay um, results of late, just trying to trying to put a bit of form together. Um, brought in a couple of new players in transfer window. Well, I know Vegville, Veghorst was one of them. He looked quite impressive in the week. Um, so, yeah, that, that it'd be, how can he start to affect their uh, their run? So, Liverpool, obviously going to be tricky. I'm salaryless. Um I'm a little concerned, but I'm hopeful Bruno will outscore him in the two games. So, that's, that's, that's my general thinking there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's for me. It's just getting through this game week and then looking more ahead to game week twenty six. Like you should not take your eye off the ball. Twenty six is a big game week. There's a lot of teams that will double. So I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but yeah, don't don't just be a little bit blinkered into just this one game week. Try and put three United players in and then 
then all of a sudden they've only got one game in the double game week following. So, yeah, Matt, Matt, yourself, what any anything else that you want to pick out fixture wise? Uh, the only other one I'm, I'm maybe going to keep an eye on is the two o'clock game on Sunday, uh, Newcastle versus Villa. Um, uh, there's definitely been, um, you know, sort of both these teams have obviously made, made big moves in the January window. Um, and it's going to be sort of interesting. I think we've seen Coutinho um, sort of hit the ground running really, really well at Aston Villa. I think he's sort of returned in two out of three um, games. Um, also, we'll probably talk about this in transfers, but um, I think Jacob Ramsey is is an absolute steal to try and get into teams at moments for 4.7 million um, or sort of playing every game as an attacking um, focal point really in that, in that Villa team. And, um, and it's going to be interesting to see sort of how Newcastle continue. They've got a good win um, uh, in the sort of midweek round of fixtures. Um, and there seems to be there could be a little bit of momentum building there with sort of a few of their new signings. Um, and players like St. Maximan catching, uh, catching the eye sort of, you know, with a with a lack of viable forward options at a lot, a lot of price points. He's, he's one that's interesting. And, you know, Kieran Trippier's... Um, scored his first direct free kick for Newcastle. So he's always, he's, he's a bit one that's, um, you know, going to be on, on set pieces and, and going to be interesting there. But yeah, I think um, it is a bit of an odd sort of game week. I think we're, it is sort of everyone's uh, looking at this with one eye really on sort of the, 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 the one after as, as well, really. So um, yeah, there are sort of a few interesting fixtures, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one to, um, to sort of go all out on it's a shame from a FPL perspective that United aren't in a little bit better form because I think that would make some of their players a little bit more tempting options for the for the double I think uh, at the moment sort of it's it's 50-50 really whether it's worth um, really sort of committing but we did see Bruno Fernandes return quite highly in a in a double game week um, for United a few weeks ago sort of so so you know if you can get him at the right at the right sort of point in time uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting but you know Southampton Brighton not the easiest of double game week fixtures like you know definitely not terrible um, but both of those sides know how to um, you know sort of defend on 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 their good days Um, so it's going to be interesting to see yeah which which United turn up really and sort of how how they get on across across those two fixtures yep um, just shout out to Gemma, who came on our pod last week. Uh, she did play a wild card. She's got 62 points. Uh, no, no, good note was uh, De Bruyne. She put that captaincy on De Bruyne, uh, like bought him in and put the captaincy on him. So good return there. Also, Jota came into a team. So that was a, a very good return as well. Um, so, yeah, moved out quite a... Unfortunately, moved out Pookie, who got a decent return, um, as well as Sun. He's got rid of Sonny. So it was a, yeah, it was a shame. Shame moved, moved some certain players on. But 66, uh, set up three, three United players, De Gea, Maguire and Rashford. Um, maybe she fell into my trap of me bigging up Rashford 1% ownership. But, uh, well, you never know. He's got a double game week coming up, so we'll do it. Um, an interesting striker choice. I, 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 I thought she did go with... Um, Alan St. Maximan, I'm sure if you mentioned that, or even Antonio, but in the end, in the end, ended up with uh, Raul Jimenez, uh, Neil Mopay, and, and the, I think it's Gil, Gil Hurt, Joe Gil Hurt from Leeds as sort of a, a backup striker. So we'll, just, we'll monitor her progress and see see whether that wildcard um, picks her up, um, up in the table. So uh, when we were talking around captaincies and transfers, uh, I mean, personally for me, a captaincy, it's pretty easy choice for me it is going on Bruno I've got him in for this double game week I will just captain him got the two chances I'm not expecting huge returns I think he will get one return from the two games at a minimum and that's all you're looking for really um I don't know whether there's any other 
obviously Ronaldo is the other option. If you have Ronaldo, you can you can put it on on him. If you have both, flip it before and I wouldn't know where where to go. But other noted no other notable captaincy choices. Any 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 other teams or players you think's worthy of of putting that on band on Matt? Well, obviously Salah's back in in contention sort of this week. Although I did see some statistics around Burnley being a bit of a bogey team for him, um, yeah. but he looked like a man with a sort of real mission to prove in this sort of thirty minute cameo um, uh, on Thursday evening. So you know, I mean, the we've said sort of for, for large parts of the season, you know, just let's keep it simple. Put the captaincy on Salah if you've if you've got him. So I do have him. This is probably the last week where his expected ownership, sort of at least amongst the sort of top top um, end of, of the player spectrum um, is going to be lower. I think a lot of people will go without him this week for players like Bruno um, and look to bring him in ahead of the double, um, their double next week. So, you know, he, this is probably a great opportunity if you have him to um, actually, you know, put some, put the captaincy on him and, and um, you know, actually get some, um, some real benefit from Salah. The, the, the challenge with someone like Salah is, you know, if he's, Captain, I think he's his captaincy stats amongst the top 10k for the most of the season is around sort of 98%. So it almost sort of takes his points out of the game, really. It kind of it kind of everyone gets those points. So it's it's almost meaningless. So this week is probably one of the last chances for the rest of the season, really, to um to to you know really sort of benefit from from that. But it's uh you know, it's they Burnley away, you know, they're they're a, they can be a bit stodgy sort of in terms of um keeping keeping sort of um, some of those players quiet. So it's not guaranteed, but um, yeah, I think probably for me, um, it, you know, I think if I, if I move, if I do a wild card, or if I move some players around and get someone like Bruno, I don't think that's an easy captain, but otherwise, yeah, I think, um, I think Salah's a good, uh, a good shout as, as always really. Yep. Yep. Known as that. So transfers, um, uh, I've just said, said previously, my transfer policy this week might be to do nothing. Um, I can get to get ball eleven out, and I think my bench. I'll have King on the bench, so I'll be playing Foster, DS, Alexander Arnold, Cancelo, Regulon uh, as my sort of back four, uh, back four and goalkeeper. A midfield of Bowen, Jota, Fernandez, and Foden, uh, and then front two of Antonio and Watkins. And as I say, I've got I've got no Ramsdale this week. I've got no Smith Rowe who survives. Another week, even though he's on the bench, but I'll come back to a point around Smith Rowe. I might have to hold on to him, but uh, yeah, as I say, I've got King and, and obviously I've still got Ben Johnson, but I sort of, I know Ben Johnson isn't playing. A thought this week is whether I bring Dallow in for Johnson. I have got the money to do that. Um, it's just feel that, yeah, I just feel like I'm going to be better off saving that transfer and attack the doubles next week. So, Early stages is really, I might roll the transfer this week. Um, talking about Smith Rowe, um, Martinelli got sent off um, last night. I think it was a bit of a controversial sending off. Um, but basically, for me, that means that Smith Rowe out of the double, he's certainly going to get one of the games. I think he will replace um, Martinelli on the left-hand side. And that game um, is, I do believe, against Brentford at home. So... That's not a bad fixture. So he survives another week. Jacob Ramsey is well on my watch list. Um, there's a couple of things I'm thinking about there is whether Foden becomes Ramsey next week uh, to raise a bit of cash um, to then go and get Stunny somewhere in my team. But yeah, that, that, that's that's my general thoughts at the moment. I'm, I'm actually, I might not be doing anything. What about yourself, Matt? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I think I've talked about it for a couple of weeks that I am sort of getting itchy trigger finger on the uh, on on the wild card. I mean, I think um, this I, we were sort of talking about this um, off air earlier, right? You know, this is one of the closest FPL seasons that I can remember, really. And I think between you know, sort of at the top of the sort of mini leagues that that we're a part of, there's maybe sort of 15, 20 points in it, really. So, um, uh, and at the moment, I'm at the bottom of that uh, of that sort of um, list, really. So it's just a case of whether I want to sort of go really aggressive on it and sort of pull that trigger on an early wild card, really sort of try and lean into the double game weeks um, sort of coming up over the next um, two or three. Um, uh, I do, I do sort of think that it's probably going to that it is probably the right move, but it's just whether there's enough for me to. Um, yeah, sort of what the threshold is for really sort of restructuring my team, I think. Um, uh, Diego Jota obviously the star of the game week but I've been thinking for a few game weeks about moving him out um, uh, primarily because I think Robertson will probably outscore him over the long run and you know sort of Jota I think is going to be a little bit at risk of rotation now they've brought in they've brought in Diaz over the um, over the winter transfer window Salah's back Mane I think is back in contention Firmino's back now so really there's sort of six players there that, that you're sort of looking for those front three and you you know assuming Salah is 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 locked in you're, you're really sort of talking about five other players going into into sort of two slots really and you'd expect probably you know you'd expect Mane to play the majority of games really so um it's it's I suspect we'll see Jota sort of starting some games on the bench probably coming um you know sort of coming coming off the bench for those games all sort of all sort of starting games and, and maybe sort of coming off after after 60 minutes so for me I think he might be one to move on but it is tricky to move him away from that double game week coming up next week but um yeah, it's really just about an op- whether I can have an opportunity to, to wildcard um, and really sort of go aggressive on, um, uh, you know, sort of bringing in Bruno Fernandes this week, which makes that captaincy option a bit a bit cleaner. Um, uh, you know, sort of maybe bringing in Robertson as well. Um, but it's just whether it's it's enough really to to, to justify that that those sort of moves. But there is some there is some surgery I'd, I'd be interested in doing. I've, at the moment, I've got Cancelo and Laporte. I think the city's fixtures are sort of starting to turn a little bit. Um, you've got sort of Spurs, Everton, United in the three after Norwich this weekend, and you know I think Norwich are a, are a sort of you know maybe wouldn't expect them to score, but they have sort of turned a bit of a corner with their form. They're and they're sort of looking a little bit better more recently. So whether it's a case of I can I can sort of move some some things around there, and you know maybe bring someone like Beckhorst in from, from Burnley with sort of, uh, you know, an eye on the fact that they've got about 150 games in hand to play sort of over the rest of the season, really. So, um, yeah, it's, it's tricky. Um, I, I, part of me wants to, I, I think this season I've been a little bit, um, a little bit cautious with some of my moves and some of my transfers and kind of held, held off with, with, with sort of a view to, to being a bit more patient with it. And I'm not sure that's always sort of paid off. So this might be, this might be the time to go on the offensive, you know, sort of try and really sort of make the most of these next three or four game weeks, um, you know, sort of hopefully put myself, um, uh, you know, sort of, yeah, get, get ahead a little bit. And then um, it's easier to play a bit more defensive, I think, in 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 the current season with sort of teams being a little bit more templated. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think I probably I probably said the exact same things last week about sort of being contemplating that wildcard decision. Um it's it is a tricky one you know it's it's the most powerful chip in the game for sure and sort of blowing it um too soon means that you know 
there could be some there could be some challenges but got two free hit two free hits as well um remaining um sort of other things other things like that so there is only 13 game weeks left to play um so you know it could save it for something like game week 33 34 but at that point you know the the, the benefit you get from it is obviously is obviously much reduced so yeah i'm I don't, I don't, so that's a long way of saying, I don't know what I'm going to do really with that. Um, if I, if I don't wildcard, I think um, I would like to move Foden out. Um, I don't know whether I've got enough options to kind of get Fernandez in for maybe a minus four, but um, it, it, it seems unlikely. I'd probably have to do a minus eight. And at that point, it's time, you know, every, every point's a, pretty precious at this at this point in time so um that's that's maybe a bit tricky but yeah i don't know <laughs> it's uh it's it's definitely um it's definitely tricky to uh to work out exactly what i'm what i'm going to do but yeah i will give it some i'll probably play around i've done a few drafts of what a wildcard team could look like um and i think i'm sort of up to you know sort of a, a it would be a minus 20 sort of at that point for which is which is i think a good sort of amount of transfers to make to justify a, to justify a wild card but um yeah not sure it's a it's it could be a pivotal moment in the season when i choose to deploy that deploy that wild card so it's going to be it's going to be something i have to give a give a lot of consideration to super stuff um yeah so what we got Game week 25 up next arsenal chelsea not playing uh we spoke about game week 26 being a uh, double game week and in game week 27 there are three teams that will blank again so that is Arsenal Chelsea and Liverpool that's the um, Haribo Cup weekend uh, that uh, one team though has resurrected there was one the Leicester were going to miss out that weekend uh, but now that game has been uh, refixtured against Burnley so you were talking about big horse for Burnley or Burnley assets so Burnley will double Double, double game week. So they were double game. They have two games in uh, game week 26. They play Brighton away and Tottenham at home. And then they will double again in 27. So Crystal Palace, Leicester. Uh, Crystal Palace away, Leicester at home. So they're a team to target because because um, of the games in hand. Um, the they also problem, have, they also yeah. still have two extra games still to reschedule that, after yeah. that double, double. So they, they, you know, that's, they've essentially got four double game weeks across the rest yeah. of the season of which two are happening in the next two the three next three game weeks so um yeah that you know i think Vekhorst, you know obviously not seen a huge amount of him he got an assist um in the game against united um but he's got a pretty decent record i think in in from 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 the Bundesliga. i think he's over goal every every other game really at various points so um, you know i don't expect him to maybe be pulling up trees for for burnley but a 6.5 million um you know i think when we're looking at players like watkins antonio just delivering sort of nothing week in week out um you know you could save a million pounds go from Watkins to to their course there or, or upgrade someone like King or Dennis maybe in in that sort of that sort of slot so yeah he's definitely one that's strongly in my considerations and would probably come into the team if I wildcarded super stuff right Matt last things watch list we've we've sort of pulled out a few players already from watch list um yeah is there I mean, Jacob Ramsey, we, we, I noted him last week, uh, 5.2%, so his ownership's gone up, and also his price went up as well this week, 4.7%. Um, he's a, seen, proven to be a very, very good cheap enabler. Uh, so any any wild cards, I'd imagine, would would have Jacob Ramsey in. Um, any, yeah, anyone else you're spotting, scouting uh, in, for, for your sort of potential wildcard team, Matt? Uh, I'm interested. I'm looking at sort of defender options. Um uh, you know, I think, I think, you know, I'd keep Alexander Arnold, I'd keep Cancelo, 
I would probably keep, I'd probably bring Robertson in. Um, and then, you know, you've got options like Luca Dean and, and Laporte, but it's whether I sort of, I can either go for five big at the back or I could go sort of four and a cheaper one. So looking at that cheaper option, I'm interested in Veltman at Brighton, um, uh, 4.2 million owned by uh, just under 1% of the game. Um, seems to play pretty much week in, week out, obviously with Dan Byrne moving on in the summer, oh, sorry, in the, in the winter transfer window to, to Newcastle. There is sort of an extra place uh, there for him. He plays, um, he seems to be playing sort of, He's played most matches this season, um, and he he is a double in twenty five. Um, sort of, he's he's the Watford and, and Man United, so he could be one. If I'm looking for, you know, I've got Livermento at the moment, sort of as my fifth defender. I think his time has gone, um, but yeah, it could well go to to Veltman at four point a four point two. I think it's a it's a pretty good price for him. Um, and as you as I said, you know, sort of does get the double this uh, this week. I like um, Cucurella as well from Brighton, but he's five point one million. 5.1 million now so um it, i think it would probably be the cheaper man veltman that would be um most interesting to sort of free up a bit of cash elsewhere but yeah i, I am sort of considering him i'm also looking at some of the, the guys from wolves um i think maybe sort of uh, maybe eight nori or, or or max kilman i think 4.5 million for kilman um again sort of players uh, every week wolves looking pretty decent um Wolves also double in 26. So, um, yeah, definitely some options there. I think kind of in that fifth defender slot, um, it's a bit of a flex spot for me, really. It's whether I can, whether I go there or whether I could, you know, someone like Luca Dean at the moment is, I think, 5.1 million. Um, Kieran Tierney as well is doing really good for Arsenal against sort of five, uh, 5.1, 5.2. Um, so if I have the cash, it would be nice to get to, to one of them. But if not, I think there are some decent options around that sort of five, 4.5 and slightly below price point there. What about yourself, Ryan? Anyone that you are keeping an eye on from a watch list perspective? Um, he, I don't think they'll ever make it into my team, but someone who's sort of doing quite well is Michael Elise. And I don't know if it's Elise or Elise. Elise, Elise. At least say, yeah, I can't see. There's no accent on the on the website here. But anyway, he's uh, <laughs> he's he's been doing some quite good things uh, for Crystal Palace. Seems to have got a nailed down spot in their team of that front three. Um, it was interesting to see Edward, who um, who I thought was the main man out there, to get benched uh, midweek. But at least I actually got a got a um, a return um, and assist in that game against Norwich. Um, and of course, they've got a double game week coming up. So he's just sort of. It's a decent, decent option. So he's only uh, 5.4 million, 0.6% owned. So super, super cheap. Um, and then if we are thinking of um, double game week players, <laughs> and this, is, this is a wild one, 5.3 million, 0.8%. Um, Matt Alistair. Uh, so he plays for Brighton. Um, he's a midfielder. He's actually all right. Uh, he's, he scored a couple of goals against Everton nights, a couple of game weeks away. Um, I think... I wish I had the stats because I'll say it's, I mean, it could sort of to back up this sort of statement that about, apparently he's been getting in all the right positions, but hasn't been scoring. So it's probably XG is pretty high, but uh, I can't, can't exactly say what they are. But look, massive gamble. Um, not not for me, but I'm a boring manager and I wouldn't go for these sort of players. But uh, I don't know, Matt, you may be on a wild card. You could afford these things. Um, just, um, I don't know, with, with these double game week players, you could get in and see what else. Um, I just think Matt, Matt Alistair is, uh, I think he's a better option than someone like Trossard. Um, and oh, um, Opie, he's, uh, as, 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 as has been known by his manager, he's... Um, Yes, only 2.4% owned in the game. The problem is, is his price. 
5.4 million. Um, it's just the last double game week. Uh, do you know how many points he got, Matt? Oh, it's going to be games. it's going to be high. Oh, it was mega. He got 19 points uh, in game week 23, so 10 points against Arsenal and nine points, uh, the full maximum bonus in both, um, as well as save points in the Arsenal game. But yeah, 19 points in game week 23. And if he's got a load of game, double game weeks coming up, like that's, that is monster, 2.4% owned. Um, I, um, our uh, co-host last week, um, Gemma, did keep Pope in her team, so maybe she took some advice there to keep him. So uh, we'll, we'll keep tabs on uh, and, and how he performs. But yeah, he's... Uh, Pricey, five point four. That puts me off. Um, I just, I just, sorry. Um, I don't think there's any other real defenders from um, Burnley that I'd want to get go to, just because I know he's got that um, magnet of bonus points. Um, it seems that that Loughton lost his place and all other bits, all other people. So, cool name, maybe. But yeah, we're scratching around a little bit now. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about Burnley players. I mean, yeah, they've, they've certainly done nothing this year to warrant uh, coming into into our thoughts but yeah just just some nice options these are differentials watch this people to watch keep an eye on uh yeah uh, so that pretty much wraps this up Matt doesn't it yeah I think so I think so yeah um I'm gonna sort of have to have in the back of my mind a lot of consideration about this wild card I probably want to do it this, this afternoon rather than scramble around on a, on a Saturday morning so it's gonna be yeah a lot of sort of uh, looking at various drafts and other bits and pieces this evening to try and work out, um, you know, exactly what that could be and whether it's worth pulling the trigger. Uh, but you know, it's it's a it's a big decision, not one that should be taken lightly. But um, yeah, I think that is absolutely going to do it for us this week. Um, yeah, best of luck as we head into game week twenty five, and yeah, next week we'll be back to look ahead at twenty six, which is sort of a bit of a bumper double game week. I think, um, you know, I think I think we're at the point where we're going to have. Um, you know, probably at least one or two teams doubling, well, at least two teams doubling every sort of week um, for the foreseeable future. But yeah, next week is a big one. So um, it's worth having a look at that and thinking, you know, one step ahead with transfers as well this week. But yeah, we'll be back to talk all the way through that um, uh, next week. So yeah, thank you very much for, for listening from myself and from Ryan. Best of luck and we'll speak to you then. Yeah, good, all. good luck all. <laughs>